This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Hi, right, here we are. Uh, podcast for Wednesday. And are we good to go? Because I walked in and you're on the phone and you're making plans and you're talking to people. we got a podcast to do. Yeah, we do have a podcast to do. I, I, I got to the point where I realized I don't really have plans for New Year's Eve. Right. And w- women like New Year's Eve plans. Oh, is this true? Yeah. I mean, I'm quite content to sit home and uh, do what I normally do, which is fall asleep by 9 o'clock, <laughs> uh, enjoy a couple cocktails and pass out for the night. But women like to do stuff. Right. Like last year, I was in Phoenix. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I have no interest right now in trying to figure out getting on airplanes and things. It like takes the the whole airline thing makes me crazy. I'm don't feel like flying anywhere. So I was looking uh, in Asbury Park to see what's going on. So I was calling the various hotels to see if they have anything going How'd on. How to go? Well, that hotel I called did not have anything going on. Really? Another hotel did, but all these what what the hotels and what these clubs and bars have going on is. A DJ and dancing, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm what else that do I, you do? That's a great question. What else do you do? So I always think about this: like, if you don't go to see a show, right? Ooh, like a concert of some right? Show. All right. If you don't go dancing, mm-hmm. you're talking about going to a bar and talking to your significant other, right? Okay. I guess that sounds like a hoot. I guess that in on that type of a night, I'd have to have a couple vodkas, then I will dance. Well, then that's, that's a different story. That's one way to approach it. That is isn't true. It? Or you could go see a show. Asbury Park's doing something at Convention Hall. I was just looking a black tie affair. Really? Yeah, where you buy tickets, black tie affair. There's DJs and dancing and uh, see. Open why would bar. you want to go in a black I don't tie? Know. It's New Year's Eve. You I don't know. It's a great question, Jerry. Because w- the other thing women like to do dress up. Yep, they oh. love to dress up. Yeah, I know these women. You know, when we were in uh, Phoenix last year for New Year's Eve. Uh, my girlfriend Gina, she 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 wore this very nice, elegant black dress. We were at the hotel we were staying at had a nice New Year's Eve, and we had we bought dinner and all that. So she gets dressed up, and I realize that she's getting dressed up in high heels and a beautiful black dress. That I I brought a uh, button down western shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> what did that look like? She goes, were you going to wear your good uh, clothes tonight? I said, well, these these were my good clothes. <laughs> so, you know. How did that go? It went all right. You know, after you get down there and have Hector a couple drinks. more food. No one I'm cares. Sorry. <laughs> right. So do you have a New Year's Eve plans? No. You do not. Uh, you know, you gotta something, come up with something, is, Jerry. something has popped up. So we have friends of ours, and we've been trying to get together with them for a while um, because they have uh, a few kids younger. Like my my youngest is six. They're one, their oldest is six, and they have a couple younger than that. And love them to death, and I think we'll end up going over there. What I get concerned for is my 12-year-old. Like, he's going to go over there and do what? Right. And I know my wife will be like, well, you know, sometimes you got to suck it up. And she's not wrong. But at the same time, I mean, you want to go sit somewhere? They don't just... have kids? Well, as I just said, Al, um, they have kids that are all six years old and oh, younger. Oh, I see. They're older. Oh, uh, younger. My, my oldest is 12. So he doesn't want to. So what is he going to do He doesn't want to play with six-year-olds. Of course not. Right. So that's kind of a weird spot. We love them, though, and I'm sure we probably will go over. I just feel bad he's going to be hanging out and, you know, I'm, I'll hang with him. I guess go find a game on TV or something. Right. So or no, this or video not. games. And the other thing, too, that I really don't like about going out on New Year's Eve, I don't want to drive home. I'm, right. I'm not going to drink a thing if I'm out. And then i got to drive home and make sure the people in the headlights I'm looking at are not, are not you know, just dead drunk. I don't know. I don't like the whole idea. It might be too late for this year, but next year, why don't we do an evening with Alan Jerry, a live podcast, New Year's podcast. Why is it too late? Well, there's no way. There's no way I'm gonna look to book a book a place. Last oh, you minute. mean have like an event? Yeah, an event, an oh, evening damn. with Alan Jerry. How many Live tickets podcast. would we sell? That's a good question. Could we sell a hundred tickets? A hundred tickets for yes. New Year's Eve. You're basically talking fifty people and a guest. That's true. We only need fifty people. Correct. Hmm. We. It would all depend on location, because as we know, if if you're a listener on Long Island, you're not coming to Jersey. Agreed. If you're a listener in Jersey, you're not going to Long Island. I would say though, FAN has a great listener base, Jersey Shore. That I know for a fact. Okay, so maybe we do a Jer- Al and Jerry's Jersey Shore New Year's podcast and Eve. I like it. Instead of New Year's, uh, we Rock definitely and can't Eve. do it this year. That's true. You're right. Instead of New Year's Rock and Eve, Al and Jerry's. Podcast and Eve. What does that mean exactly? What do we do? I don't know. That's oh, what I'm asking that'd be the you. Other thing. We need, no, we need to do book a band or a DJ for dancing. I like that. I'm sure one so of our listeners is a DJ. And, we, and this is the way we promote the podcast. Right. And we will make sure that we introduce the songs or the band or the segments. And then in between, everybody's having a blast. And Open we, bar. We just got to find the place. And I'd collect a whole bunch of penis stories to do in between songs. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. We'd come up, we'd discuss penis stories, the best part injured would be penises. All the girlfriends that would be there to have right. no idea what their boyfriends are bringing them to. <laughs> to something they have zero interest in. Right. All right, Brian, Kirk and the Jerks, don't go anywhere. Jerry, there's a story from Denmark where yeah. a man was stroking his wiener and it fell off. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 has this ever happened to you? And then the beautiful girl in the front row is like, what did you pay for this? Yeah, what do I? <laughs> what what would we this? charge? Well, a lot. We'd have to charge a lot, right? Well, because you got to pay for the. You know how much room, how much money a banquet room is yes. going to cost on New Year's Eve. What have we charged since we're on one hundred one nine hundred one dollars? Okay, so we need to sell a thousand tickets now. 
to break like, even. Honestly, do you realize how yeah. much that would cost? Maybe we just do it at your house. Why don't we how just do it? People? Why don't we just do a random Saturday night over the holidays? Okay, like a pre-Christmas party. People love a pre-holiday party. Like we book a room somewhere. Uh, we book a banquet room for yeah, like, like a, a December, holiday inn. Yeah, for December 17th or okay. something. Right, a Saturday night. And we just have people over. No, what happened to the band and the, and the booze? Oh, the band and the booze, right. Yeah. Bob Polding, I'm sure, will come to okay. it. Okay. Right? That would be great. Perhaps. A podcasting eve. But what is, when you call it a podcast, yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay, so it's basically just us don't talking know. in between songs, and getting people together for a night of fun. Yes, I like that idea. And meeting you, Jerry. A lot of people would like to meet you. No, I think they'd be more into you than me. Mm. Mm. Jerry, this happened to me. You know, I'm very um, organized with my items. I'm aware. So I buy five bananas every week. Sadly, this is not a joke. I know it's not. <laughs> I buy five bananas. Right. Because I have one in the morning when I come in. But what I do when I buy my bananas, I just bring them all in on day one. Oh, you keep the five here at work? I keep the five You're here on, on my desk. <laughs> so today is Wednesday. When I arrived, I should have had a banana for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> Doing Don't the tell math, me one's missing. Three bananas. One of my bananas was missing. <laughs> but hold on a second. That room is locked. Yes. But people do go in and oh, out of there. Oh, boy. Now, I would say maybe Boomer grabbed a banana, but he was out yesterday. He was out. Uh, Zach, a guy who works in production here, loves to snoop around. He was also out. Strangely enough, I happened to sit next to Mr. Bob Dwyer, who was, uh, he does, was out. does the blogs. He was out. But about two or three weeks ago, someone who works in our engineering department came into the office and said to me, may I grab this banana on Bob's desk? And I said, uh, Bob probably is saving that banana for himself tomorrow. So this person walked out. My assumption is this person came looking for more bananas, saw three and thought, what's the harm in grabbing one banana? Same guy that I just saw with all the food? No. Uh, really? I'm not sure. I didn't see who that was. Long-haired guy? Really? That's right. Now, as you know, Jerry, in the past, I have accused people of stealing quarters that off did not my go desk, well. and that did not go well, because I named names. I think we need to set up a nest. A, a nest camera yeah. and see who's, who yes. perhaps is stealing. If for no other reason, just to see what goes on after you leave, and just make sure Eddie knows that it's there. You don't want him saying anything bad about you. Right. Not that I think he ever would. Right. But you never know. What have you ever done that? I said bad things about people? No, you do that daily. Yeah, have you that. ever left your phone behind on record? No. Really? No, I've never done that. Yeah, I haven't either. I think it's a good idea, though, once in a while. George did that once on Seinfeld. He put the... In uh, the briefcase. In the briefcase, yeah. <laughs> And then they had the big explanation for what he was talking about. <laughs> okay, settled that. Close the briefcase. All right, what's on the docket today? The only thing I can think of is that maybe the ghost of Harambe took it. The uh, ape or what you said is probably more accurate. Or someone in the engineering department. For whatever reason, and I don't understand, mm -hmm. that, I'm going to put quote-unquote office, because I don't know what the hell it is anymore. The it's engineers. a free-for-all. No. Oh, Your office. office where you, Bob, and Ed, and uh, Eddie, and the guy who does something with the video, that's right. in there too, with video a different guy. guy every day, that seems to be like... Hey, the community lunchroom. Look what we have here. Why is that? I'm not sure. We don't go into the engineering room when, oh, by the way, and they do this often, they'll get four pies on a Friday 
No one invites us in. Right. Their door is locked. Right? I mean, is that not mm-hmm. true? No one, we don't run down to the sales office and grab the food when they get food. But yet our office seems to be all food, the food. food. Oh, food's here. Here's what I was thinking about doing. You know how they have a decorative fruit that you would put like in a basket on a dining room yeah, table? Yeah, sure. I'm going to get a bunch of decorative bananas. That would be awesome. Pile them up and see if someone bites into it. See if when I come back there aren't teeth marks in some of the plastic how about this? decorative I a, bananas. I have a better idea. So I brought Greek yogurt this morning. I had Greek yogurt and a cup of blueberries. That was my breakfast. And until I opened up the Greek yogurt and I saw it was all curled <laughs> because the expiration date was November 6th. All right. Why don't we one day just put a tray of bagels out and little packets... We make up, like, we got a, a delivery today where there are little plastic little plastic cups that are full with cream cheese, and let's fill them with thick Greek yogurt. <laughs> curdling thick uh, Greek yogurt? I don't even care if it's curdling or not, but just Greek yogurt. And watch these bastards go in. Oh, we got a bagel. Ha, ha. They take their bagel, and they spread the Greek yogurt all over the bagel. <laughs> they, they bite, bite into, into it. it. <laughs> I like Greek yogurt. That would be gross. My dad used to work out at uh, Newark Airport for Delta Airlines for many years. And uh, he said there were guys uh, stealing uh, other guys' food in their fridge. So they it. made an Alpo dog food sandwich in the oh, go- and someone took it. That is brutal. <laughs> By the way, genius too. But that's what I'm talking about, just not as disgusting. Yeah. Although that would be fun too. But at least it was an Alpo. It wasn't like some guy pooped on a roll and put it in the fridge. Oh, yeah, it's much better. Uh, <laughs> how about that? We take a bunch of cat food, chop it up, yes. and make it cat food parmesan. Yeah. And make a tray. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some jackass will eat it and be like, it's different, not bad. Cat <laughs> and, they'll food. Go, and they'll go back for more. I love it. Cat food parmesan. Cat food parm. It also, you could pitch that idea to the Nine Lives uh, Cat Food Company. <laughs> what about this for a flavor? We have cat a new food one. Parmesan. Bye. My cats will eat it. My cats will right. eat anything. Like when you and your wife are having Italian food, your cat has cat food <laughs> Parmesan. Why should we eat good? Does Parme- so do our feline friends. Does Parmesan just mean with sauce and cheese? As far as I know, it does. I mean, have you, let me ask you this. What Parmesan dish have you seen that doesn't have sauce right. and cheese? That's fair. Right. Yes. You know what's weird? You and I talk about uh, Howard Stern's uh, eating habits yeah. and diet. Because I, I brought up he's always talked about it over the years. He he watches everything he eats. I tell you, like, he'll have three cashews yes. for a snack. But he talks on the air that he orders eggplant parmesan from a from a restaurant. That can't be good. If Well, how about if that's the only thing he's eating all day? If he's having, let's see, he's having, like, a protein shake in the morning and three cashews. <laughs> <laughs> right? Why can't he have eggplant parm at, at 4 o'clock for dinner? Now, he says it comes with uh, pasta, sure. and he throws that right in the garbage, he says. Right, so he's just having the vegetable. That's probably fried, but still, he's having the vegetable with some cheese and some pasta, and I'm sure he's not having a ton of it. But do they ever make eggplant parmesan not fried? Yes. Oh, absolutely, oh, yes. He must be getting that. A lot of places do, yes. Right. The best way is when you fry the eggplant first. Yeah, that's tremendous. Other places will bake the eggplant, then layer it, put the sauce and the cheese. Much healthier. Jerry, when we do our um, New Year's podcast, Eve, I think we do it in, we just like rent a hall, like in one of those hotels, how you right. can get like a thing. I'm going to get a giant grill, and I'm going to serve everybody Omaha Steaks. That's fine. <laughs> for New Year's Podcast Eve. 
make you gotta you gotta do one thing for me. What though. is that, Jerry? Because maybe we can make eggplant parm like okay. Howard likes. Uh, but if we're going to do that, we have to have the meatballs. The ha- the, uh, the from Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks. They meatballs. are they're awesome. We had them last night. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't meatball parm. We didn't do that. You didn't parm it up. No. So the meatballs. A little bow tie pasta. With the Omaha Steaks meatballs, awesome. I actually had the Omaha Steak uh, chicken breast last night. Very good. And here's the thing. I actually went on the website yesterday to order my aunt and uncle. Finally, I actually placed the order. Yeah. And when I first went on the website, I was a little confused. And then I texted you. I said, how do we do this, Jerry? I've only been doing these uh, (laughs) reads for how long? Months. And you said, simple, Al. When you go to omahasteaks.com, in the search bar... This is where I was confused. In the search bar, you simply type in post. That's it. Hit enter. And it came right up. Yes. And it's phenomenal. The family gift pack came up for $49.99. And here's what my aunt and uncle are going to get for that 40 Well, they're not paying the $49.99. I'm paying for it as a gift. (laughs) They're going to get two filet mignon, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops. Boneless. Four boneless chicken breasts. They're boneless. Four kielbasa sausages. Also have to be boneless. Four burgers. Boneless, probably. 12-ounce package of those all-beef meatballs you were just enjoying. Those were boneless. Four potatoes all gratin. I mean, boneless. Potatoes. Uh, Four caramel apple tartlets. It's dessert. Boneless. Uh, One Omaha steak seasoning packet. Better be boneless. Plus, you get four additional kielbasa sausages absolutely free. And they're boneless. So do it up right now. Get your shopping over with. I'm still pushing some things back where I'm like, mm, I'll do that next week. You got to do this now. This has yeah, Christmas to get, is like next week. Yeah, this has to get shipped out to your guests. And here's the other thing. If you do this right now, then they get the gift in a couple days. If they weren't planning on getting you something. Now you force them now to. Now you force their hand and they have time. <laughs> that so is so do true. It. OmahaSteaks.com. Simply type in post in the search bar. You're going to get the Family gift pack for forty nine ninety nine. That's a seventy seven percent off discount. Do it up, right, Jerry? Yes. By the way, we do have bagels out in the newsroom right we now. Do. I am seeing people that I have never seen before in this building. They're coming from every angle. You didn't put that cat parmesan on them, though. Uh, did you? No, I you did didn't. not. You but didn't in fairness, them. it is a community area right now. Right. Even Izzo's going to go grab some. We've inserted those. By the way, when we play the uh, the production pieces, yes. Is anybody in the building aware where they come from, like uh, in no. management? No, I don't. Do not think so. I was just curious. Yeah, I thought about that the other day yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> the reindeer one today was a bit much. Right. Yeah. Nope. No idea where those okay. come from, or even who Izzo is. We don't know. Jerry, I saw this in the newspaper today, and it kind of alarmed me. I, a man was uh, mugged in uh, where was this? Brooklyn. A man was mugged in Brooklyn yesterday. He was mugged by. A couple of 12-year-olds, a 14-year-old, and an 8-year-old. They beat him up. And there's a there's a, a photo here from yeah. a camera. Now, here's the thing that Can I see the picture? Me. Yes. It's very blurry. I would actually be afraid of a group of 12-year-olds. I would walk on the other side of the By the sidewalk. way, 12-year-olds, no joke. By the way, an eight, where, where's the parent of the 8-year-old that's going around mugging these? Probably working. And in working. a lot of cases, they're probably working, thinking their son is home doing his homework and thinks his son's an angel. Now, one-on-one, an eight-year-old tries to rob me? I think I can handle it. Unless Be they careful. Have a weapon. Let me tell you something. I've been wrestling with my son. Yeah. He's six. Another year, he might kick my ass. Right. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So 
I could see that. You get a couple of kids that are misguided. Mm-hmm. Just a from of punks, Jerry. Yeah, and I've told you, my oldest is twelve. Even when you weren't listening to me earlier, when we started 12. this thing today, uh, well, I see some of the twelve-year-olds they play against. Like, ow, some of these kids are already five foot ten. So just because you hear twelve-year-old, oh, it's a kid, uh, be careful. Yeah, this was four kids. Two of them were twelve. One was fourteen, and one they believe and a fourteen-year-old. Oh, By the way, when I was in, when I was fourteen, me. I was I, know, I was a freshman in high school. We were weightlifting already. Yeah, carry your stun gun. Hmm. But you're not like you're ever in Brooklyn anyway. You hear that? Eight-year-old kids, I've got a stun gun <laughs> I'll hit you with if you come at me. If you come at me one-on-one, I will try to take you down. If that you have so no tough. weapon, I will fight you. <laughs> and then this was very sad, Jerry. Alan Thick. Yeah, this was this sucked, actually. Who we know from Growing Pains. He was the father on Growing Pains. And I just watched him on Fuller House the other night. He was on Fuller House. He is the father of uh, Robin Thick, the singer. Yep. A Blurred Lines, we know that song. He also, I didn't know this, he composed a number of TV theme songs. Is that true? Yeah, he wrote uh, the song, the Different Strokes theme. Okay. He wrote the uh, Facts of Life theme. Right. And I believe he wrote his own theme for, uh, what show was he on? What did I just say? Growing Pains. He wrote that one, too. Jerry, you got uh, interesting news on an email of some sort? No. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know he or did all really that. you really bothered by the Alan I'm Thick. very bothered by the Alan Thick story. He was also uh, a writer on a show called uh, Fernwood Tonight, and then it was renamed America Tonight, which you can, if you can ever find on like Nick at Night, or I don't, I, I don't think Netflix has it, if you can ever stumble upon it on YouTube, very hilarious show with mm. Fred Willard. And I don't know that. Uh, who's the other guy? Oh, man, my memory sucks. <laughs> not as bad as mine. Fred Willard and some other dude, and I forget his name. That's not the Quaker Oats guy, right? Not the Quaker Oats no, that guy. That was no. Wilford Brimley. I'm sorry. Yes. No, no, no. Wilford wasn't Wilford Brimley. That was one of Imus' best bits ever. The Wilford Brimley Quaker yes, Oats. Yes, I, I hear. That would never air Around Thanksgiving. Today. Martin Mull is who way, I was thinking of. Martin, Martin Mull. Martin Mull and Fred Willard. I don't know that one. I don't know them. So. Uh, yeah, very sad. Terrible. And he was healthy. He was in shape, it looked like. Right. Horrible. And he was did it playing hockey. And by the way, Boomer's, play hockey. Boomer's theory this morning was, was what? Wrong. Well, if I'm going to go, that's the way I want to go. And then Craig's like, no, you want to die in your sleep, which I'm 100% in his corner with. And then Boomer said something. No, no. You, he goes, all right, fine. Maybe not while you're playing, but you really want to. You'd like to die while you're doing something you love with someone you love. So you want to have a heart attack while having sex? No. I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? That seems so. That seems like the complete wrong way to die. Hey, right. let's go on vacation. You die on vacation. Right. Not a good idea. Let's play 18 holes. You die on the 12th. Right. No. Plus, if you die having sex, you really have the other person feeling very bizarre for the rest of their life. How could you imagine what you put them through? <laughs> First of all, they got to get you out from in them. <laughs> imagine that. You're dead weight. You're dead weight. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if that doesn't go limp right away, you're in trouble. I imagine it would, right? Probably. Or is then the you've blood gotta, still flowing? Then you've got to call the police. And how do you explain that? And then the next time, years down the road, after you've recovered and you're ready to have sexual relations again with someone, you're going to think you're going to kill them. You're still there? <laughs> you're still with me? Keep talking. I don't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thrusting is... Yes. Uh, Bit of an example. Hmm. So anyway, all right. So uh, Alan Thick, though Jerry, how did we start laughing out of an Alan Thick death story? Oh, you're, that's, we were that's talking that's about disgusting. that. Is very disgusting. It is. But, it's, uh, it's, it honestly is very sad. Yes, so. very sad. Uh, Alan Thick was a 
very clean shaven gentleman. But not on Fuller House. He played yeah. a slob. Oh, which he was did. Funny. He played the. So he uh, needed a shave. He played the father of one of the characters' uh, girlfriends, mm-hmm. and he he played like this dopey slob. It was actually oh. very funny. Well, if you don't want to look like a dopey slob, I would say get Harry's. That'll do it. And do that for the holidays. You, a lot of people go to holiday parties this time of year. New Year's Eve we were discussing before, Jerry. Yeah. Why not go clean shaven using Harry's? Now, I don't know if you know this, Jerry. You and I are practically best friends. Uh, Harry's was actually started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy. They were just Who's Harry, then? <laughs> Harry. They're named after Harry Truman. The oh, president. that's right. There you go. Jeff and Andy, they were so fed up being overcharged for razors, they decided to start their own razor company. That's great. They gave people what they deserve, Jerry, a great shave at a very fair price. Here's what you're going to do for the holidays. Uh, Harry's is offering a limited edition shaving set. You get a midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can engrave with someone's initials. You get three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges. You get yourself a nice, close, comfortable shave with that, Jerry. You get some shaving gel. Smells really nice. And it all comes in a beautifully designed gift box. 30 bucks. Harrys.com. You hear that, Jerry? I do, and I've actually seen the gift box. Oh, you have? It's it's tremendous. Well, that's true. We got one. Yes, tremendous. Harry himself sent me one. There you go. Actually, Jeff and Andy, they sent right. me one, the two guys that started We got an offer for this that'll uh, make it even better. Offer, Jerry, nice. for fans of the podcast here. I, I've partnered with Harry. You were not in the meeting. Harry's going to give you $5 off your order when you enter promo code POSTGAME at checkout. POSTGAME at checkout. Ground shipping ends on December 16th. That's important because today's the 14th, so oh, let's go. Act now. Go to harrys.com right now. Get your limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And don't forget to enter promo code POSTGAME at checkout for $5 off. harrys.com, promo code POSTGAME. We got to go. Warm up coming up like right now. Yes. And then uh, we will see you tomorrow's Friday. No, tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday, Jerry. We'll see Wish you tomorrow thinking. for one more podcast for the week. And then uh, we're kind of sailing along. So see you later. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning. Late game last night for the Knicks who lost to the Suns in overtime. Really good game. We'll go through it when Boomer and Carton come in. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So some football from yesterday. The Giants, I'm confused by this. I always thought the Tuesdays was like the league-mandated day off. But more and more teams are giving different days off. And so yesterday... The Seahawks spoke. I know they play Thursday night, but the Giants spoke yesterday. Uh, and there were some, you know, they just beat the Cowboys Sunday night. And a lot of the discussion has been Eli Manning, and he's not playing well. So there was a four-minute chunk of Eli's press conference on Giants.com that I went and I listened to. And, boy, the you talk about a guy having to answer tough question after tough question about himself like, do you feel like you're struggling? That's one. Do you feel like you need to do your job better? That's two. Do you feel like you're wearing down at the end of your career? Do you feel like guys are frustrated with the way you're playing? Um, well, yeah, we, you know, want to play better. <laughs> I mean, this this is this is what the whole thing was. As if they got rolled on uh, Sunday night. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Do you hear the critics about the way you're playing? <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. But he just gives, I feel like sometimes Eli Manning doesn't even listen to the questions he just gives these standard generic answers to everything it's funny you say that because i'm watching the little session with the media and not only is he listening to them the look on his face if you could put a little caption like a cartoon it would say 
I won two Super Bowls, guys. Are you kidding? That's the the facial expression you got from him. And beat the Cowboys twice this year. And he beats the Cowboys every time he plays them, except when he screws it up at the end, like when the season began last year. F you. Exactly. That was a (laughs) quote from him earlier. Yes. By the way, it could have been a very difficult time for him, but he got through it like a champ. And uh, I see Janoris Jenkins, who's been having great games for the Giants this year. Uh, He let the media know that he's to be known as uh, Jack Rabbit. And that's what he wants people calling him, or simply Rabbit. It's a bit much, isn't it? I don't know. Are you allowed to ask people to give you a nickname, or is a nickname given to I you? I guess you can do whatever you want to do, and if they want to do it, great. Like, I, we wouldn't take you seriously if you showed up and you had some sort of, like, sports update nickname you wanted us to call Guys, from now on, you. I'd like to be called Rex in Effect. Rex in Effect. Right. Like, mm, I mean, I'm not sure we're going to do that, you Jerry. you tell me to shut up. Yeah, we would say Zip It. Right, or the Clip Idiot Play, of course. Which is what? He just played it. Oh. Yeah, that one. Oh, I see. You mentioned F you. That, that one. Yes, you mentioned uh, Jenkins. So we like to have um, the Mount Rushmore, right, of things. So you could say reporters were asking him maybe the Mount Rushmore of of uh, DBs in the league. So here was a reporter with Jenkins yesterday. Where do you stack up in the league amongst cornerbacks? Oh, no. Y'all tell me. <laughs> and so he turned it back on the reporter, and you get the answer you'd exactly expect. I'm going to ask y'all, what do I stand? One of the best, I would say. I don't know. That's your, oh, you're know. one of the best, huh? Well, if you think he's one of the best, why are you asking him to do it? Because they need to quote. That's all. It's all these dumb questions are yes. just to get, as you always argue with Craig. Always. It's just to get the quote, the soundbite, something to put in print, because something to put on. Because you can't just assume the quote and type it unless they say it. Right. Which is what we've always said, which is why all these things are dopey, but you have to do it, and so be it. And then I love uh, Richard Sherman. He's a party. Speaking of defensive guys, uh, they play Thursday night. Now, he's already complaining about Thursday night football. Well, and, he's uh, done this many times before. Right. He's He's been a critic of right. uh, Thursday night football, saying that the league is so for player safety, and then you put us, as he says, he's going to be 50, per, 50 to 60% Thursday yeah. night. But in fairness, I mean, if you're going to play a Thursday night game, Against the Rams, shouldn't you be thanking the league? Just fired their coach. (laughs) So I mean, that should you should play at fifty percent against the Rams. You could probably get away with it. And then I saw the Rams are going to wear their white uniforms, which Eddie Scazzeri loves. Those white, okay, the white Ram helmet. Great. Oh, what do we do with that? Uh, I'm just telling you. Is that part of the uh, NFL color rush? rush? Yeah, I guess they're going to be white. Yeah, fantastic. You want to hear Sherman talking about the Thursday night games? This is how he describes. Thursday night football. Poop fest. This is it's terrible. This is, you know, you, you play, we played, freaking got home like 1 o'clock in the morning, something like that, on Monday, and then you got to play again. At the end I mean, of this. Congratulations, NFL. You did it again. But they've been doing it all season, so I guess we're the last ones to get the middle finger. All righty. <laughs> Poop emoji. Yep. Yeah, this guy's a prize. And then here's the one that, you know, the one thing about Richard Sherman, if you go back to that primetime game where he dove at, I know he'll say he was going for the ball and he was making a play and, right, the whistle blew or the whistle didn't blow with the offsides, all of that. You cannot come out and call the league hypocrites because they say they're worried about player safety, but then they're not because they put these guys in harm's way on Thursday night. When you had a play that, yes, by rule is clean, is a dirty play. It's kind of like the thing from the, the Titan-Bronco game the other day. That block was by by Harry Douglas on Cliff Harris, in theory, is a legal play. Doesn't mean the it's rules. not dirty, though. 
So you can't do what he did in prime time a few weeks ago and then call out the league for it's it's not a good look. What do you think was a better poop rant on the NFL? Was it Richard Sherman's uh, poop fest? Poop fest. Or would you say it was Jim Mora from a number of years ago when he said they, they didn't do diddly poo poop emoji? <laughs> I remember yeah. that. We didn't do diddly poo diddly squat. Poo. Yes. Right. I like that one better. You, you know, you like that better. Yeah. Poop fest. <laughs> poop emoji. <laughs> I mean, just like, whatever. We're such a bunch of children. I'm looking forward to that then Thursday night. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you can't wait. Uh, did you see Jim Harbaugh? You know, he's the head coach at Michigan. And Eric Dickerson came out immediately after Jeff Fisher was fired and said, my number one guy is Jim Harbaugh. So Harbaugh is getting ready for a bowl game with his team. And they had some sort of a banquet, whatever it was, in Michigan. And so he addressed it. Now, we don't have audio of this because I think it was like a private banquet. And I don't know if they were rolling. And if they did, it's not out there yet. But he said something along the lines of, but the end of it is a quote, that these are uh, lies by their enemies. And the whole idea is other coaches will go in and tell recruits, look, look, this guy's going to go. He's going to bolt. Don't go to Michigan. And he called them, quote, unquote, jive turkeys. Jive, jive turkeys. turkeys. I just said it, Eddie. Jive, jive turkeys. You must have said it before. Oh, I did. That must be a, that must be a crutch of yours. You must go to jive, jive turkeys. Tur- jive whenever, turkeys. Whenever you don't have I don't think I've ever say. heard that before. Oh. Well. Yeah, he had to go with the jive turkeys. Then they, 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 I love they chased down every major head coach that's in a tremendous position. Like, why would they leave that to go to the crummy Rams? I don't know. I, all, they went to the, Pete Carroll. The only thing I would say is there's some sort of a lore for the NFL for these guys. Maybe, maybe the college game is great. I mean, in a lot of cases, you could stay, if you're doing well, you could stay at your university. They'll build statues right. of you, and it'd be great, but they want the challenge. But they went to Pete Carroll. And he's not interested. With Why the, would Pete Carroll leave Seattle? Right. They go, oh. Just because of USC? Yes. Oh, he'll play in the same he's in stadium. such a good spot, right. though. Then they went to Josh McDaniel, who why, I would never, as long as Bill Belichick was coach, I would just sit there my whole life. <laughs> and keep winning. Just keep winning. Right. Why would you go to a crummy Ram team? I get, Listen, I, the only thing I would say is you've got what is believed to be a very good defense, and you've got Jared Goff, who has not looked good yet, but is expected to be really good. So maybe, and it's L.A., and they'll probably pay you a lot of money. I'm telling you, we're. I think me and you are right about this. Rex Ryan. I've got your next coach right here. Hello. No, too old. Nah, I don't no think Tom Coughlin in L.A. Craig said that, too. Um, I know. Pre-show meeting. I said, old man Coughlin can't go out to I could see Coughlin with the Jets. Hollywood. I couldn't see him out in L.A. I, I just I don't see it. Yeah. So anyway, we'll take a quick break. Kiss my ass. Exactly. Okay, thank you. A couple of other quick stories, and then Boomer and Carton at 6 on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Well, Wednesday morning, if you're just waking up, Knicks played in Phoenix late last night. Really was an excellent ball game, though Derrick Rose did leave with back spasms. Carmelo Anthony was brutal. He was 3 of 15, but Porzingis was great, but the Suns did win in overtime. 113-111, 23 rebounds for Tyson Chandler in this game. That's home for the Lakers tonight. Also, the Rangers lost to the Blackhawks 2-1. Capitals beat the Islanders 4-2. And, you know, the other day it came out that the uh, collective bargaining agreement, the new one with baseball, had sure. an anti-hazing thing, which involved not allowing uh, teams to have uh, players, uh, rookies, dress up as women. Right. Right. So uh, they they went to some of the Met players yesterday to get reaction on that. And I just love the way this is written in the newspaper today, the New York Post. Yes. 
Mets outfielder Brandon Nimmo, who joined Jose Reyes as an elf to <laughs> Noah Syndergaard's Santa Claus, on Tuesday reacted to, they're going to ask them about hazing and dressing up as women while they're in elf costumes. <laughs> Seemed very bizarre to me. I agree. Now, we know they're doing it for a good cause. Yes. But I do agree it is a bad optic right. <laughs> when you're writing the story about dressing up as women and then they look like that. Right. Can I take Brandon Nimmo seriously? He has pointy ears on his head. He does. He, said he, he actually said he likes dressing up. It's good team bond. Sure. And then I see this, yeah. Jerry. Wake Forest. Their football radio guy. Yeah, I got a lot of... Like, you're uh, a football radio guy. Yeah. He was fired for giving his uh, prep work to opposing teams. Do I have that correct? Yeah, the way I... I would imagine he gets the scout, the scouting report from the coaches on the team. My assumption would be that he's basically leaving that behind for the opposing teams. Uh, uh, do you think he's giving it to individual people or he's just accidentally leaving it behind? They had a 30-day investigation trying to figure this out, and the way it reads is that he was doing it on purpose. But if he's doing it with other individuals involved on these other teams, wouldn't they also be in trouble? That's the part I oh, wasn't let me understanding. You, let me ask you this. If you're, an, if you're an assistant coach at you know LIU and I'm a radio analyst for Stony Brook, and I just kind of leave a scouting report by mistake in your locker room. If you look at it, did you do anything wrong? No. Now, if money is exchanged, that's a different deal. Right, because and I don't otherwise, know that it was. what is in it for this Wake Forest fella? Uh, well, he didn't get a job after a change of coaching staff. Oh, so and then apparently they, he was ticked off. Is correct. What he was. Oh, so then he's given the info. He's then they lose. The info, correct. Yeah, they lose. So even though they get fired. Even though he got a job as their radio analysts, he wanted to be a coach. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up now. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.